0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So, today, we are going to talk about the intersection of politics and policy, because they're not the same thing. We're going to talk about foreign policy and its interplay with domestic politics. We're going to do this because recently, over on the other channel, I did that video with the whiteboard and... We made up the region, and we talked about some of the dynamics that occur in foreign policy. Afterward, I got this message, and in it was an addition to the analogy that I use as far as foreign policy being a a great big poker game and everybody's cheating. They used that and expanded on it in a very insightful way, so much so that I'm about to still like a large chunk of it. But the question was about that intersection between foreign policy and the political situation at home. So that's what we're going to talk about. Okay, so first, let's run through the analogy. Foreign policy, it's about power. How do they get it? It's a poker table. Countries are the players, and they slide cards to each other. Everybody's cheating. There are different tables. The superpowers, they're at one table. Regional powers at another, other powers at a different table. So, what are the winnings? What are the winnings from that poker table? Your standard of living. Your way of life. The reason the, the American population has such a high standard of living compared to the rest of the world, when we are talking, and I know somebody's going to go into domestic politics here, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about access to goods because that's a big part of it. Generally, the American population has a higher standard of living maybe not as many days off or access to health care but overall those are your winnings that's what it's about most Americans don't like to admit that so when it comes to the domestic side of things how is it supposed to work Domestic politics. In the United States, us, the commoners, we are supposed to tell our betters, the representatives, what matters to us. And that's how they're supposed to vote. And they're supposed to represent your interests. I think we all know it doesn't work this way. But that's how it's supposed to work. How does it work? There are party platforms and the politicians tell us what's important. This is why we don't have movement on climate change or health care or days off or, you know, stuff like that. It's been inverted. Why do they have the platforms they do? To increase their electability, Right. When politicians talk to you about foreign policy, it's the same thing. Nothing changes. When they choose to tell you about a particular foreign policy move, it's because it's one that a large chunk of Americans would agree with. Just like a real player... They don't necessarily tell their family, which is us, about going to that game in the back room of that seedy place. They only talk about the ones that are uh, a little bit more acceptable. There are a lot of foreign policy moves that you never hear about, and it's not just because it's you know a small interest it's because they don't need to tell you because there's no votes to be gotten us the family of the players we don't need to know we're just commoners and there's no votes for them to get so it never becomes a topic you want an example how many troops does the united states have in africa right now <laughs> like just wager a guess Most people don't know. Which countries, plural, are they in? Probably don't know. There's no votes to be got. So it doesn't become a campaign issue. It doesn't become a political issue because there's no way for them to capitalize on it. To us. Now, they definitely talk about foreign policy moves in Africa in a boardroom somewhere because that's going to get them donations. But to us doesn't shape somebody's vote so they don't care and they don't tell us to care about it foreign policy moves that become political issues are ones that can get politicians votes it's really that simple so you could expect a politician to grandstand on a foreign policy move that is in opposition to, I don't know, a country that's had a whole bunch of propaganda pushed out about it, against it, for decades. They might grandstand on something like that. Or if the people are really afraid of a new power emerging, they might grandstand on that one because that fear translates to votes. A much more simple way of looking at it, and one that happens way more than people want to admit, is just math. If there are two sides to a conflict, and the United States doesn't have something that the public readily sees as its interests, But a lot of people are talking about it. Which side do the politicians come down on? Whichever one has the most represented in the U.S. population. If we go back to that map, and it's the blues and the reds. And the blues have 10 million people living in the United States that share some kind of heritage to that country. And a quarter million that share heritage with the red country? Oh, they're siding with blue. It's a bigger voting block to appeal to. It's that simple. One of the, the weirdest things to me is that Americans, generally speaking, when we are talking about politicians, we don't think moral, upstanding, ideological people they're politicians. We generally don't hold a high view of them. But for some reason, when it goes to foreign policy, we expect their motivations to be pure. They're not. They're self-serving. It's about getting reelected. So, foreign policy issues that become political talking points They're ones that a politician believes that they're going to get a bunch of votes on. And because we don't actually tell them what we care about and them represent our interests, they tell us what matters. And generally, what ends up happening is it fosters a pretty big divide. Um, Creates a lot of other groups. It's not actually a good way. Again, this is one of those videos where I'm talking about what is not the way it should be. But I, I, I strongly believe that if you want to change something, you have to know how it works. And when it comes to foreign policy, you got to stop looking for right and wrong. The way it is exercised today doesn't have anything to do with that. It's about power. It's about power coupons. When it crosses over into domestic politics, it's still about power. It's about that politician's power and preserving it. That pretty much always sums up the stance they're going to take. And if you think about the recent hotspots That's where it comes from. That's a a lot of why the decisions are made the way they are. Uh, And it also... Let's take Iran as an example. Iran is seen as a very adversarial nation. Okay? I doubt that most Americans know... Like, what actually started all of that? <laughs> um, it was the overthrow of, it was an undemocratic overthrow of their government initiated by the CIA. And now, just so you know, weird fact, on the CIA's podcast recently, they admitted that for the first time that I'm aware of. They actually used those terms. Um, but that's where it all started because of years and years and years of animosity and propaganda and othering that nation, when it was actually in the cards to bring them out, to to bring them out and end that, the propaganda domestically, was still so strong against that country that you had a candidate sabotage good foreign policy for votes. Um, And it's all about power at that level. It, It is rare for a politician to truly sabotage good foreign policy. Generally speaking, the the politician isn't so impressionable when it comes to the talking points of their favorite media. They haven't bought into the propaganda. But recently that wasn't the case. Uh, So that intersection, when you are thinking about it, you're the family of the poker player. They don't tell you everything. They tell you what you want to hear. They tell you what they think you'll approve of. And they tell you what uh, they believe will get you to say, yeah, why don't you go? go play another game. That's really what it's about. It's never about morals. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.